0: In a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. I've got to interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you...
1: Hello, we are back. This is the Weekly Cut podcast that brings you the latest news and reviews in TV and film. This is co-host Connor T. I am your host, Brad. How are we feeling? Feeling good. Yeah. You're a tired boy. I am absolutely shattered. (laughs) Uh, Thank you to people that uh, sort of wish their well-wished is that a, is that a yeah, phrase yeah. well-wished uh we was on a stag do in vegas as you if you've been listening to the podcast you was aware so that's why we didn't have an episode last week and i'm jet-lagged to fuck
0: yeah i'm doing all right to be fair oh i said the whole night
1: uh the, i mean last night was was better i got two hours the night before that i was awake non-stop i watched batman versus Super- basically on sky <laughs> movies it's all the batman movies oh yeah so i've been watching batman forever and uh batman and robin and fucking chris o'donnell for christ's sake yeah. but it got me to sleep for a little bit. Uh, I could ask you to push that soundboard a tiny bit closer Ugh, the miles, the miles, sorry the, <laughs> the headphones um also we do have that clip to play a little bit later when we're oh, talking yeah. cameos for the flash so uh, follow us on twitter and tiktok at weekly cut to keep yourself up to date and join in on the conversation here's what made the cut this week for you after decades in development hell warner brothers finally have released a released released a flash movie and we will decide if it's worth the wait new look at Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon Marvel Cinematic Slate shifts we've got our thoughts on Instruction 2 and a huge update on the franchise future James Gunn has found his director for DCU Batman Brave and the Bold and Chris Hemsworth breaks silence on the future of Thor yep (sighs) big breath Uh, what did I just pass down (laughs) you just talked for an hour Uh, no right let's move on with news 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 (laughs) Okay, so yesterday was the ta event. Mm. Um, I know we've, we've spoken about this before. Did you know what that, that, that was the Netflix sound? Yeah. I did not know that until this event took place like no. two years ago. ta uh, Anyway, it's their showcase of all stuff. Uh, they didn't, I don't think they brought anything sort of big from Stranger Things because I think that's been affected by the riot strike, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but they did bring a full featurette behind the scenes for Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Uh, how hyped are you for this? What did you think of it, Of first of all?
0: Well, the feature it? Yeah. Do you know what? I've watched it this morning. I am hyped for it. But? There is a but. I, I get the feeling there's a cross between Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I'm not sure how, <laughs> where I'll sit with it. Yeah. Zack Snyder, I'm excited for it because yeah. it's him. It looks epic. I don't know if it's going to be my cup of tea.
1: Fair dude. Uh, you're not, I wouldn't say you're a massive sci-fi.
0: Not massive. Like, geezer. Terminator sort of
1: Yeah yeah
0: The the extent
1: Okay fair enough um, Well what Connor means by that We've spoken about on the podcast before I'm sure you're aware um, This was I think 20 years ago Zack Snyder wrote a Star Wars movie Mm. but then disney come along with uh, mickey mouse and said actually we're gonna buy lucas film yeah and then they looked at his script and went fuck me that's dark get out <laughs> we've got kids to yeah. to cater for so get out so he's had this script for 20 years and now with the netflix deal he's got going on he's adapted it into like an ra i do agree with you though i know i know what you said i do mm. uh, i do agree that is it going to pull from too many sci-fi ips and yeah. how will it distinct itself from from that but then i think the way it's going to do that is by making itself very r-rated um so i do think that's what i'm looking forward to the most
0: i haven't seen much space
1: no we haven't seen well i suppose we haven't seen a proper trailer yet but you're right we haven't seen much space just a couple of ships coming in yeah um but i think it's basically going to be like the empire on steroids yeah so what would the empire really do if it wasn't a star wars movie i mean go 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 vikings what will they doing you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean anyway won't go into it too Dev, because that's going to be a weird podcast but um yeah it's uh i think we'll save off real thoughts for when we get a proper first full trailer yeah agreed I'm sure. okay we trust the man we trust the man zack snyder uh okay we've got some bad news to bring you marvel has confirmed major delays to their theatrical slate i'll just run through them quick and then connor tell me if you think this could be good or no, you're just pissed off. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so Brave New World. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. That happened whilst we was away. Oh, shit, Do you yeah. wanna just explain? That? Yeah, so Captain America New World Order is what we thought we oh, was. Well, no, getting. that is. Fantastic name. No no no. Disney have stepped in, they've Disney-fired it, and now it's Brave New World, which sounds like a shit Pixar film
1: it absolutely does um i, I haven't looked into it I, apparently there's like a um you, you would probably know more about this sort of stuff apparently there's like a big conspiracy theory about new world order and
0: stuff yeah that's what is they that thought covid was oh they oh okay covid was resetting and not making a new world order and stuff like that
1: okay this makes more sense so apparently that's a big factor as to this name change <sighs> leave it out even if that's true why a brave new world yeah exactly that's so oh just uh, so many words i want to say what that is but i won't it's awful yep. uh, and they've changed his suit from we spoke about that a couple of weeks ago yeah. they've just taken the best aspects of captain america at the minute and anyway uh that is now coming out in august 26th of 2024 so a few months delay on that thunderbolts movie uh currently affected by the writer strike along with the next one i'll mention uh thunderbolts comes out december 20 2024 Blade I think that's about a 6 to 8 month delay that's now coming out February 14 2025 Ugh. Fantastic Four now May 2nd 2, 2025 that's about a 3 month delay and then the big ones is Kang Dynasty which yeah. maybe you can tell me if you think that's going to change its name uh, Kang Dynasty is now coming out May 1st of 2026 Ugh. and Secret Wars May 7th of 2027 so that's a full year for both of those yeah I suppose you're not that surprised about Kang Dynasty, right? No, not surprised at all. I, I
0: think that uh, whole movie will change. Yeah.
1: That will not be Kang. Oh, I, th- <laughs> I think Connor's absolutely right. Yep. Uh, just He's dating Megan Good, isn't he? I just saw a little picture, Jonathan Majors. Is he? Yeah, he's dating. <laughs> I don't know if they were... She's sort of risking that at all. I don't no. know. I she
0: thought, "Oh, I'll get the <laughs> name back out
1: of here. <laughs> but she... Yeah, anyway, so we don't know what's happening with Jonathan Majors yet. I- I'm pretty sure his court case happened in June... I'm pretty sure it did, but it's not been made public yet. Mm. We'll see what Marvel do with that, but I think Connor's hitting on the right lines there that I think that movie's going to change. And the reason they've pushed that back a whole year is probably because they're going to rethink about the next few phases. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm not sure Kang's going to be the next big bad, but that's our predicament, and that's our projection. Let's see if it's right. They're in trouble, Uh, aren't they, Marvel? (laughs) They are in sticky bother, my friend. (laughs) Uh, Anyway... Good news, Deadpool 3 has been brought forward to May 3rd, 2024. I think mean, that's about six months. Brought so forward? Brought forward. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I'll take that. Um, so, Con, I guess my question to you, is this just shit news or is this a good thing? And what I mean by that is Con has mentioned on the podcast multiple times and I'll quote in quote unquote, Marvel cannot afford any more misses. Yep. So what do you make of this news?
0: I think it's good news for them. Because they need to take some time. Step back.
1: VFX-wise, because that's been poor lately. Storytelling-wise, okay.
0: They've got to just calm down a bit. Take (laughs) their time and come back with a new plan. It's shit for us because we've got to wait longer. For things like Blade and Fantastic Four, waiting for those films forever. Two, yeah, picked out two right ones there. And now they're pushed back again. Thunderbolts doesn't matter, really. No, who cares?
1: We've seen them... The the army of super spies, which is all all the Thunderbolts are. We've seen that. We could wait for Harrison Ford, although he's going to be even older doing the press release. Oh, yeah. For for (laughs) Christ's
0: sake. I'm thinking maybe, I don't know, maybe Doctor Doom could come in Kang's place. It must be. That's why they pushed it back.
1: Anything else would probably feel like a bit of a downgrade. Yeah. Um, So Doctor Doom, I think they're going to have to work that in. Whether they work that into the Fantastic Four movie, which I don't think he was... We spoke about this again on the podcast. I think the main villains for that are going to be the Silver Surfer and Galactus in the background. Glad man. Glad man. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe they need to rework Dr. Doom in there to get him into the, Or maybe it's just an end credit and he's build him up in post-credit scenes. But Connor's right. Yeah, Uh, Right, let's move on from the bad news. Uh, Extraction 3 has been greenlit. That come courtesy of ta last night. Um, You watched Distraction 2. Yep. I watched Distraction 2. Have you got rid of your erection yet?
0: Uh, just about. <laughs> it took a while, but just about. What do you think of it? Uh, should we hit straight in that 21 minutes? I think that's all we really need to talk about, yeah. so go for it. The one shot. If you, if you don't want to watch the film, just take 21 minutes out of your day and watch the one shot scene. Because it is probably the best thing I've seen in an I, action film. I agree.
1: And weirdly, I had said that when we watched in March, just gone I think March 24th was when John Wick 4 came out. Yeah. I remember sitting with you in the cinema... The bird's-eye camera one-take sequence yep. was the best thing I've seen in an action movie in my whole life. Yeah. Then this 21-minute one-er comes along. It is outstanding from filmmaking to Chris Hemsworth's performance. You see his face. It's all him doing it. Yeah. Uh, it goes from foot chase to gunfight to car to train to helicopters.
0: It's unreal. What the fuck? And the good thing as well is is about seven minutes into the film yes yeah, so you don't even have to, you don't have to wait for it it's
1: bang in. it just sets the tone straight away uh that is the highlight of the movie yep. but then again how would it not be it doesn't matter what comes after it that's a 21 minute one yeah outstanding uh director sam hargreaves hargrave sorry uh brilliant absolutely brilliant he deserves more shit he does. He does. What's get the one before? It was it eight
0: minutes in the first one?
1: I think it was about, yeah, six or eight minutes, one take sequence again with a car chase in, in Mumbai or wherever it was in India. Yeah. Uh, that was outstanding. Yeah. It's just topped it. It's trebled it. Oh, it's unreal. Brilliant. Uh, but anyway, more Tyler Rake, um, Idris Elba. Yeah, I was surprised to see him pop up. Very surprised. Yeah. Uh, here's a little theory come courtesy of, I should pull up the Twitter to get, uh, get the name. I'll come back to it. I think it was Smithy. Um, uh, he basically said that this could. Be a crossover with Luther, oh! Because as we know, uh, in a couple of months ago now, the yeah. uh, Luther, the Fallen Son, good movie,
0: great movie, <laughs> good movie. Yeah.
1: Andy Serkis is a prick, bro. Yeah, uh, but yeah, at the end of that, he is um, recruited by someone for a, a job, and in this, in distraction, he's got an English accent as well. Yeah. Um, now he's not acting like Luther, so I did sort of mention that he doesn't act like John Luther, but. Why not?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got a long coat on. It's not the Luther coat, but he's no. got a, another a holiday coat.
1: Yeah, on. a holiday coat. Uh, that, that could be. I'd like that. It's a random addition. I mean, I know they're friends because they he played Heimdall in Thor and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, just a random addition to the the film. So that's uh, word on Smithy. That's a good. Yeah, little, I like that. Yeah, that's a good theory. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we'll take more abstraction all day long. It's just like John Wick, basically. Yeah, it's brilliant. And
0: can I just say? Um, I've harped on for so long. Kids in films are the worst thing in the world. Watch this film, and you'll see what I mean. Yeah,
1: the worst. So thing annoying, and yep. then they realise their mistake. Oh, oh, shut up! Shoot him. Just, just listen to the adult <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Just listen. Uh, Okay, whilst we're talking about Chris Hemsworth, just to end our news segment, uh, after recently calling Thor Love and Thunder in essence, shite, uh, saying his eight-year-old kids and his eight-year-old kids' friends made fun of him for it, it's cheesy and lame, etc., after calling it too silly, he's now said, For Thor 5 to happen, it must be unpredictable. I don't want to continue for so long that fans roll their eyes. Um, my just question to you is, do you want a 4-5 and do you want to see Hemsworth back as the God of Thunder?
0: I want him, I want him back. Yeah. And I want 4-5 if it returns yeah. to its roots in terms of, not its roots, but it goes dark again. I mean, we could have gods fighting each other, Hercules yeah. and four. If we get there and like Greek mythology and all that and Greek mythology against North, Mixing North, North mythology. Morph- yeah, yeah, yeah. All for it come back to give us a real gritty yes. film not some shit
1: completely agree i can't i can't really word that any better Give us a... a, I mean, don't have to make him fat again, but how he was in Endgame, uh, the Viking look, and uh, make him uh, how he was in Infinity War. He was ruthless, etc. And like you said, a crossover between Norse mythology and Greek mythology. It's like the the game God of War, Ragnarok. fans love it. Uh, And that was a big fat ginger Thor as well in that. So um, make that happen. Uh, And and I agree with you. Hemsworth was brilliant as Thor. He was handled a bit bad in terms of writing from Taika Waititi's Love and Thunder um they changed the, the chop and changed the character uh that handled differently in Infinity War and Endgame and then thrown into this comedic so I mean as much as Chris Hemsworth done well with it I want him to have a proper end sort of finale yeah. as Thor um but yeah let's let's see what makes of that I'm sure they will uh right now it's time oh it. It. we flew for it like a flash yeah. uh, it's time for the flash <laughs> we are giving this a full movie breakdown we're going into the cameos we've got some easter egg and stuff like that to come through and then we're going to score it uh because it's a very talked about movie online for better or worse so we'll tell you whether it is good or bad yeah uh, okay so let me just get some stuff out the way up top 66 percent critic score on rotten tomatoes 86 percent audience score Received a B on Cinema Score, which is the same as Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, Ooh. and actually worse than Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, so when you hear B, you might think that's good on Cinema Score. It's not. That's yeah. rated by the, the the fans and the audiences. A B is very bad. Yeah. Um, I think there's only three MCU movies that have a minus or lower. Um, so yeah, this is this, this, this is this is bad. Um, also. Uh, it's, it, that's going to massively hurt the box office. It's currently looking to hit around 61 million domestic opening, which is worse than Black Adam. Oh. No. It's it's going to bomb hard.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was doing well.
1: Nah, it's going to bomb hard, my friend. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into a little bit later, into the, the breakdown of what DC needs to do. But it, I mean, it's, I suppose it's not so much of a surprise because... This whole reboot was happening. Ezra Miller accepted the off-screen antics, which we ain't going to talk about, by the way, because yeah. we're just critics here. Yeah. So we're we're critiquing the movie, and in, in in fairness, Ezra Miller was probably one of the better things of the movie. Yeah. Uh, in his performance, so um, whether he's done wrong or not, we we're not sort of people to get involved in that. So, yeah. um, right, let's jump into it. The movie starts off with one of the most craziest comic book movie openings in history. Uh Barry, who is low on calories, has been summoned to Gotham to help Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. Uh, do you want to take over here? Oh <laughs> Baby time. Oh, talk yeah. to me about those babies. Yeah. Before me, we talk about the scene as a whole. Go. Let me um
0: <clears throat> before I come to babies, one <laughs> thing I didn't like about this scene, because I I did like this mm. scene, it was a bit wild. Yeah. It's yeah, straight in. But I didn't like when the title title card started to come up and the girl interrupted and the title card stopped. Bit uh childish I it was say? very
1: Joss Whedon 2017 Justice League yeah. as opposed to what these characters should be yeah I agree with that but I agree with that let's come on to babies let's go
0: baby time so babies which I was quite surprised happened <laughs> so basically Batman's made a big mess
1: yeah Batman's made a
0: booboo massive booboo boo. yeah and <laughs> a hospital is basically collapsing yeah big sinkhole in the ground so <laughs> my hospital's collapsing Um, The maternity ward, for some reason, is on the top top (laughs) floor. Yeah. And it's in like a a little annex where it's just windows. And that collapses. And all the babies go flying out. What, like five (laughs) or six (laughs) babies? Something like that. Yeah, about six babies flying out. So he's got to save six babies. Yeah. So he gets his little flash flash man going. Yeah. But before he goes to the babies, he finds a little vending machine. Yeah. He's low on calorie, that's right. So he, he smashes some food, smashes a little taco. And then... He saves these babies, but there's so many dangers. There's flames, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. glass, so he sort of diverts to the <laughs> dangers first, and then saves the babies. One goes in the microwave. Yep, It's uh, just a bit of a
1: wild scene. It is it? extremely wild. I'm not sure what the, the z- decision of making on that was, but um, uh, let's, let's just say that's the first inkling of how bad the CGI can get in this movie. It was terrible. Those babies were really bad. Really bad. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I must say, I really loved this opening. So did I. Only because it brought me back to roots of... Comic book movies in my childhood and lifetime always starts with a fucking bombastic scene. Yeah. And when the Flash f- logo finally comes up and it hits that... And, and he starts sprinting through the cities to get to Gotham. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, I really I was that. really pumped, really enjoyed it. I did find a little bit first annoying with the the girls screaming flash i did find that annoying yeah. um and then when he gets there um and he's he's working with um ben affleck and then ben Affleck's scenes action scenes were brilliant yeah um i really liked that didn't like his suit
0: yeah i didn't like his
1: suit. didn't really. like his suit looked a bit homemade yeah um but anyway i didn't like his suit but again brilliant and then yeah i just thought i thought how crazy even though it's babies i just felt it was insane and i liked that yeah because it is a comic book movie We're not Martin Scorsese. (laughs) So so I did like that. Um, One thing to mention here, as we're talking about Batfleck, um, it's now been 100% confirmed Andy Muscaetti, who's the director of The Flash, will be directing Batman, The Brave and The Bold for James Gunn's new DCU. Mm. Uh, Thoughts, Connor? Um,
0: Doesn't fill me with hope. He's rubbing his chin, right hand on leg. (laughs) He's not sure about Um, this. This is me down the pub, seeing the football scores thinking, (laughs) shit. Uh, it doesn't feel me hope, I must say.
1: What what's your f- reasoning on that? Is it how he's handled Batfleck or the CGI? Or... I think
0: the CGI is a big worry. Um, and I think Batman... We're not getting a dark Batman. We know that we're getting a, dif- uh, a lighter Batman. Yeah. Which, the, with the Flash, will probably be... I can see where he's going with it. Yeah. And I think it might be a bit too easy. Yeah. Too much of an easy watch.
1: Okay, I, I do I do agree with that. There, there's aspects again, you know, with the uh, Wonder Woman's in this scene. By the way, yeah, and the, they get the lasso of truth wrapped round, and um, they was they were really cheesy jokes. Yeah, Flash talking about um, I'm a virgin, etc. I, I did have a little chuckle at that. Yeah, but yeah, that and then you know Bruce Wayne talking about how he should just you know give money to the poor instead or something. Um, so yeah, I do the, maybe the tone might not be what. Batman fans want... Even though we've got Matt Reeves' Batman-verse, so it's good to have something different. It might be too vast of a a difference. I'm not
0: expecting Nolan or Snyder or or Reeves, but I don't think I'm expecting this light. Okay, I think that's fair. Just sort of in the middle. Yeah,
1: I think that's that's fair. Um, So, um, I did... A little bit let down with, because I was coming into the movie, I thought this was supposed to be the big scene to say goodbye to the Snyderverse. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what it was supposed to be, because you had Gal Gadot and, and you had Ben Affleck and you had Ezra Miller and that all working together. But, um, but yeah, it, it was too light hearted to be a, a goodbye to Snyderverse. Yeah. Um, but in, that's what, in essence, what it was. But it was a crazy, crazy opening scene, uh, and we'll move on from there.
0: So, Wonder Woman is wonderful. She
1: Gal is... Isn't it a shame she's not going to be one of them? It is such a shame. She is brilliant uh, and just, yeah, looks fancy. She's wonderful. She is wonderful. That's the the most PG rated, I think (laughs) we can say, on the podcast. Uh, Right, moving on. Barry then checks in with his good old dad at Iron Heights Prison. His dad, Henry, as we know, is in prison, accused of killing Barry's mum, Nora. Whilst on the phone, Barry visits their old house where the murder happened. Mm. Um, What did you think of the the family dynamic with his mum, Nora? I'll say straight out of the bat, I thought that was the best part of the
0: movie. Yeah, I really like this dy- dynamic. I like the story as well. I, I thought that it worked really well, and you could feel the, you could feel the bond. Yes, hundred percent family bond.
1: Now, someone who's a uh, a big Flash fan, I've I've mentioned to Connor a thousand times how you know, the animated Flashpoint movie is how good that is. Mm. It's five stars. Brilliant. So whilst that's a much better movie and they don't do all the Flashpoint stuff that I would have wanted, i.e. we'll talk about him, but i.e. Thomas Wayne being the Batman, the war between Amazon and uh, Themyscira and, and uh, the Atlanteans and stuff like that, as good as that would have all been, and there's no reverse Flash, which is... Yeah. I won't, won't say too much on that. It's, it's really fucking annoying that the reverse Flash is not in this movie. Mm. He's the one that put the knife in her. <laughs> oh. yeah. So, I wondered who it yeah, was. Yeah, so that's the whole point of Flashpoint, is Reverse Flash is these arch nemesis, runs back in time to try and kill young Barry, but then the Flash goes back and they have a fight, and it ends up, uh, the, his mum Nora dies. Oh. Um, and then the Flash has to let it happen, He sees and like, he sees his past self, and they have to decide to go just let it happen, Yeah. because it's, it, it's going to break the universe. But anyway, so that's a shame, things like that. But I do think the main element, his relationship with his mum was perfect. Yeah, That's was. Flashpoint. Yeah. So fair play on that respect. Um, now, then, let's get this out of the way. Barry then decides to run into the past to save his mum because upon leaving um, the house, Barry realizes that he can run so fast, he can manipulate time and go in the past. Mm. So let's get it out of the way. When he decides to run into the past, he chats it out with Ben Affleck, Bruce yep. Wayne. He really coolly says, you know, you could break the universe you could you know cause so much irrevocable damage then we get that nice little nod did you notice that uh when he says um when barry says let's go out for bite to eat the music sort of changes and he says not this time maybe some other time that's basically his closure as batman that oh. that was like a really uh andy muschetti's mentioned that and it really hit me hard because i was a big ben affleck fan and he yeah. never got a chance at it Um, But, yeah, that was a a really sort of touching moment, a really good goodbye. Leaving the door slightly open, maybe later down the line in a multiversal thing, I don't know. Um, But then we get to, uh, and I'm going to throw this over to you, we get to the arena of time of Barry, Mm. where he can see all his past and where he can run into. looked fucking awful. It looked
0: really bad. And I'll see online, I don't know if it's true or not, Apparently, Andy Muschietti come out and said, We're seeing it through Flashy's point of view and Flashy's eyes, so it's got to be a bit warped and distorted and a bit. Glad you remembered
1: that because I forgot about that.
0: But that's no excuse. (laughs) That's coming out after the event, going, yeah, it is a bit shit. But how can I spin it? It looks so bad. Do you reckon the Scorpion King director with the rocks come out and gone? That's actually what I was doing with that bad CGI as well. It's his view. (laughs) I, I was thinking, what am I watching? 300 mil budget, by the way. Yeah, that's not... That's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And I don't want to see it through Flash's eyes. I want (laughs) to see it through my (laughs) eyes. I'm buying a Uh, Look,
1: I liked liked the aspect and the effects when he was running into the Speed Force. Yeah. And it went into the bubble and he was running on like a treadmill type thing. But then when it showed all the
0: people... Why is it so bad? I don't know. Did you see Henry Cavill? Yeah. Oh. It's shocking. It's it's like a shit PS2 game. Yeah. (laughs) Which, (laughs) Connor... That gets thrown around a lot, but, like, you're right. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of
1: people going, like, oh, the, the CGI's like a PS2 game, and it's like a saying now with movies, but it is. Legit. Legit. Um, anyway, I, just, I thought we'd get that out of the way. That is really, really um, sort of an annoying aspect of this movie is the CGI. Yeah. But if you do get past it, there, there is a good movie there, and we've got some good things to talk about, but we are going to mention, obviously, the bad, and that's the worst part of the movie.
0: Yeah, because I think I said to you when I came out of the cinema, which I'm going to take back now, I said, a lot of the film is CGI, so you've got to give them a bit of a pass, but Ant-Man and the Wasp was a lot of CGI, and their CGI was pretty good yeah. compared to, to this. So it was 2004, Return of the King, Lord of the Rings, and that is one of the most flawless CGI you'll yeah. see.
1: There's no excuse, Connor, you're right. Don't, yeah. don't give them any slack here. They should have maybe taken money out of the marketing budget, and yep. then put it into the, the film budget, and, and made that more. I don't know what went wrong with CGI-wise. Yeah. I mean, there is some good CGI moments. We'll talk about, you know, the way he gets his powers back, Barry. Yeah. Quite good shots and stuff like that, but really bad. And when it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, so he's into the speed force. He realizes that if his dad never went out to get a tin of tomatoes, then his mum would never have died. Fucking tomatoes. Fucking tomatoes. Tin tomatoes (laughs) as well. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Cook someone else. (laughs) Um, So then he heads to the store and drops a tin in her trolley, um, when he does this, he enters the Speed Force uh, and is knocked out of it by the Dark Flash. We'll talk about him a little bit later. um But yeah, as Connor said, the, the whole scene, sort of wires in terms of effects, is really hurt to the movie. Mm. Uh, now it's cameo time because we're in the Speed Force now. Me and you are trapped in the Speed Force. Yeah, we're here. We're looking at the cameos. So many of them. Um, I've got some really insane facts. We're going to be talking whether we think it was distasteful or no, it worked, and, it, and it's a fair shout to the past. Um, but let's start with we had George Reeves, who was the first one up. We had Christopher Reeve. We had Teddy Sears, I think it was, who played The Flash in the CW show. We had Helen Slater's Supergirl. And then we have the man himself. <laughs> we have nick fucking cage as superman um now you know this uh, do you know that i won't go into it too much depth? do you know why he was in this movie as a cameo he
0: screen tested but it was all sort of can he it, did yeah. long
1: story short for listeners tim burton done michael keaton's batman in 1989 and batman returns then they warner brother said do you know what could you actually do us a superman movie as well because you've done well with that one uh and then it all went to shit but they Built in a suit, he looked great in the suit. Yeah. Um, and then it, it, it just all went, it went to pad. A weird thing and annoying thing is do you know how big of a Superman fan Nicolas Cage is? Yeah, I think I've heard this. His son's it? called Kalel. Really? Legit. Oh, yeah, so big fan. Big so fan. it is a shame he never got to play the man of steel. Um, now, I just want to say, I don't really like the fact, my personal opinion, so tell me if you agree. Uh, I don't really like the fact that people that have died are cameoing. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Do you, think it's, do you think it's not disrespectful, or do you think it is, or do you, do you think it's a good nod
0: to the past? Or um, I think the way they died is the issue. <laughs> okay. So uh, they committed suicide, is that right? Yeah,
1: so Connor, Connor's right there. So George Rees, who I mentioned up top, um, won't go too into the story, but he played the Superman in the 19th show. I think it ran from 52 to 56. Um, then he couldn't get any work after it. He was yeah. typecast. A bit like Tom Welling, sort of nowadays, of Smallville. Yeah. Um, But back then, George Reeves got quite depressed over it. And he was in his 40s um, and couldn't get any work after that show. He then was at, like, a party and uh, went upstairs and people would sit with, like, big A-list names and and stuff like that. And they said they saw him going up the stairs and he had a weird look on his face. And then they heard a gunshot and he shot himself. Now, there's loads of conspiracy theories around his death, which we're not going to get into. Um, But the... do you know what I mean? I just think that's quite mental. That yeah, you've got Brandon Ralph who played Superman alive. You've got Tom Welling who's played Superman alive. Yeah, why would point. we not go for these people and not have shit CGI and also maybe distasteful?
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. And the fact that he probably killed himself because of the Superman role. Yeah, is a bit distasteful. Yeah, I, I agree. The
1: Christopher Reeve's different. Christopher Reeve un, unfortunately and horrifically fell off a horse. Oh, did he? Yeah, so he was paralyzed. You don't no, know that. I didn't know that. No, there's like if you look at Christopher Reeve, he spent a lot of his life in a wheelchair, and he died in 2004. He's actually in Smallville in a wheelchair, oh. and he's he uh, could only from his neck upwards, obviously, was the only movable thing. Yeah, oh, he man. fell off like a big strapping six foot four man, yeah. fell off a horse, and paralyzed. Yeah, oh, and that was after obviously the movies. Um, but that's a bit different because he is Superman. Yeah, Christopher Reeve is Superman. You yeah, hear so that name, you hear Superman. That's a nod, and yeah. that's a good nod. Unfortunately, the CGI looks shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just thought I'd mention that um, they also had Grant Gustin's flash from the show. Get in, in. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where they, why they chose bad CGI of people that were dead and not people that were alive that
0: people love. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I had to bring it up, com. And you got Superman Lois. Did you say Superman Lois? Superman. Of course, Tyler Hecklin. He's knocking about he's now. Knocking, he's
1: in the <laughs> suit now. <laughs>
0: yeah oh yeah well as connor just emphasized my
1: point you've got people that are loved in the role and in the past and playing them and you chose to go with cgi like yeah. i'm not saying christopher reeve is not as big as those but I, I think you would have had the same impact people are talking more about the bad cgi than christopher reeve in the movie yeah so yeah there you go right now let's talk about the new timeline that barry is stuck in oh lastly did you see the man eating a hot dog that barry steals a hot dog from yes do you know who that is no who's that it? was jamie lannister is it really
0: <laughs> was he in it i don't know
1: <laughs> i think he's good friends with andy muscati people thought he was going to be the reverse flash oh. uh, for years because he was sort of converted but yeah that was i recognized him straight away saw his he's hot dog. um right we're going to be talking about the new timeline now and just going through the different actors that are in it um so i'm just going to every time i mention them i'm coming straight to connor for his thoughts and i'll sort of back him up or tell him he's wrong uh, so um we meet michael keaton's bruce wayne yep what did you think of his return as the dark knight i liked it i liked
0: it yeah i, I really like him i not, like the suit as not well
1: too, you do really like him yeah
0: you? not too cheesy for you uh no i don't think so i think it worked well he's coming from that tim burton world yeah. so i liked it yeah i, I liked uh long hair shaggy beard long hair well. shaggy beard <laughs> But then he he tidies himself up. Yeah,
1: I really liked the way he explained the multiverse with the spaghetti as well. When he just slaps the spaghetti and goes, hot mess.
0: Yeah, that is actually a good way to do it. (laughs) Really good. And it's different because I thought, Because so many films have tried timelines and I thought, how are they going to do this?
1: That's a really good point there. Do you think this movie was hurt by the fact that we've had so many multiversal movies recently? Yeah. Multiverse of Madness, No Way Home, Anything Everywhere All at Once. Academy Award winning. Yeah. Um, most recently, Cross the Spider-Verse. So, into the Spider-Verse as well. The, that, the Flash movie was actually in production before all of those. Oh, yeah. So, it's such a shame. Yeah. Do you think that's hurt the movie a little I bit? I think
0: so, yeah. Because I think... Well, you've seen all of those. You are comparing. Of course you are. So, I think it's, uh, it's tricky. But the way they just described it was fresh. Yeah. And I enjoyed that. I thought, yeah. okay, you've gone different... You haven't done the old straight line branches. Yeah. You've done like there's some stuff, stuff that always but that's a bit like spider-man
1: yeah the, it's inevitable when always overlap yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah this, they still tried something a little bit different and i liked that uh so ba- back to michael Keene. i thought his fight scenes were quite brutal Yeah,
0: so did I. really brutal yeah
1: um obviously not him in the suit <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh yeah really good just great to see him back uh we then meet sasha Cow's Supergirl. now in the flashpoint comics and animated movie barry tracks down clark kent who is instead of being found by jonathan and martha kent in kansas He's found by the Russian government and kept under red sunlight, so he has no powers. Uh, in this movie, however, it's Cara Zarell. How did you find Sasha?
0: Really, really enjoyed her. Really did. Yeah, I, it was an angry. <laughs> uh, yeah, what planet what are they from again? Krypton. Angry Kryptonian. Yes, and I, thought, uh, you could feel the when she found out that um, Clark, yes, had been killed instead. Spoilers. What have you done? Yeah, yeah she was so angry, and you could feel it. And I thought. This is what I want, a really yeah. angry, powerful superhero. I, I really enjoy it. Brilliant.
1: That. Uh, that scene where she killed the 20 people when she got, you know, they brought her into the sunlight and the the sun's radiation, et cetera, and yeah, yellow sun made her power. Pa- she fucking brutally just throwing people into concrete walls. Oh, yeah, she
0: do not care. Yeah, you're
1: dead. <laughs> uh, you're dead. Uh, yeah, I thought she was brilliant. Uh, I just want to end it with a question. Would you like to see her in the new James Gunn DCU movie? I think it's called Woman of Tomorrow.
0: I would. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to see her. Do go you think forward. she will? Uh no. I don't think so either. It's a big shame as well.
1: And I agree with I agree with you. I think she'd be great and I think she should. I think um the way that the movie's going in terms of bombing, I think he's gonna just steer clear away from the whole movie. Um but yeah, such a shame because she's brilliant and what a moment that would have been for her career. Yeah. Um let's talk Barry Allen too. Now whilst whilst he was annoying as fuck, yeah. I thought the dynamic between the two was outstanding. And I have to praise Ezra Miller because you've got to remember, people, he is reacting to nothing. He, yeah. is, he is speaking to just someone standing in front of him. Yeah. So he's not, the fact that he makes that so well done and the CGI in terms of making them look like they're together the whole time was flawless. Yeah, it was. So that was a good aspect. The he's, best I've seen it been done... He's a really good actor. He is, he is isn't he? Yeah, he's a really that, good actor. Uh, we're going to mess up. He's non-binary, They. Oh, sorry. But yeah. we will mess up. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. apologies in advance if we do mess up. But they are great. Uh, they even yeah. make a sort of a nod to the fact he's non-binary by they say We're Barry a couple of times, didn't they?
0: Oh, I didn't even he, clock that. Yeah,
1: so I, I, I think that's what it was as well.
0: Well, there is one line... Which I think, I know we didn't say we said we're not going to touch on yeah. like his no, that's past. fine. Yeah, their, their past. Oh, I know what
1: you're going to say about the mental health.
0: Yeah, it's quite distasteful. Because they say... Um, it's, a, it's a About the Justice League. The Justice League aren't very good with... You should seek mental health support because the Justice League aren't good with it. I should know. And I thought, fuck it. It, I hell, felt, I like it. A, it felt like a dig at Warner Brothers. That's what I thought. And I, I thought, that's a bit fucking too far
1: I mean I don't know if that was shot before all the you know antics happened but yeah. I agree with you Con that
0: that stuck out at me yeah, I'm surprised
1: like, I've not seen that online
0: so, yeah I thought I'd see that everywhere It's really really odd um,
1: but yeah uh, like we said earlier the scenes where where you know Barry gets his power etc that's good there's some good CGI in there um, but yeah as I said we won't go too much into the antics but now it's General Zod we're mm. excited for Michael Shannon's General Zod yeah. I think it's fair to say he didn't want to be there
0: <laughs> didn't, see him. didn't see much of him at all i thought we i thought we'd see a lot of him what a wasted villain so wasted
1: it was really really that's, that's a big factor in this movie for me i thought it was really poor he was just there
0: yeah you could have got anyone else you <laughs> could have got anyone
1: uh, and he's i mean he's even speaking out the, the fact that he didn't really find this role fulfilling. <laughs> um and he's really big fan of Zack snyder so he said that role was brilliant and he loved loves playing zod in that but this was just sort of turn up and he he hates multiversal movies. He basically says it's just people playing with action figures. Yeah,
0: well, basically he is. Yeah, Fair point. But yeah, he ba- this. I think he probably shot us in a day. Yeah, just I I agree. Turn up for the day, just one day shoot, hundred grand, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, uh, the reason he's there for people. So it, when in this timeline, barry, the new timeline Barry's in, it, it's the time in which Man of Steel is taking place. However, there's no Henry Cavill, Clark Kent. Um, so when zod comes to earth tracking sasha Kal Kara's pod um there's no one to stop him and he's gonna destroy the earth and terraform it into krypton Mm. um so unless they stop him earth's fucked (laughs) yes so uh right it's pretty much that scene now so when it all starts going wrong and everyone's seemingly destined to die um first of all did you what did you make of the the action did you like that Sort of you, had, so what you had? Sasha Cow versus Sod. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I like that fight. I thought that was pretty good. She was winning as yeah, well. Yeah, until dying, uh, but <laughs> she was winning. You had Michael Keaton in the 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 bat fly thing. <laughs> yeah, whatever that was. It's from it's from his movie. It was was pretty. It was pretty good. I can't think of the name of it now. Um, but that yeah. Way? Ba- I think it is Batwing. Sorry, yeah. it is Batwing. Batwing. <laughs> you can think of it. Um, so I thought it was pretty good, um, and you know him, him sort of flying down. Yeah. Um, the two Barrys expelling their electricity in that weird way. Yeah, the little symbol. Yeah, like a fucking something out of Tekken. But yeah, re I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, but then I mean, it felt
0: such. It felt quite flat to me. I know for a big battle scene. Yeah. I do know what you mean. It was like with a flashy because I was just sort of flashing about and just, just a couple of slow motion punches but I do know what you mean it, it just lacked something it did I don't,
1: I can't really maybe it was the the st- even though they die Sasha Cow and Michael Keaton it just felt like the stakes weren't there because yeah. the, the villain couldn't be asked yep and um, <laughs> so i just didn't really feel an overwhelming presence of a big finale yeah and i don't know and then even the dark flash he's in it for 30 seconds it's an as we know it's an alternative barry um yeah i don't know just it felt a little bit flat as a, as a finale for me
0: yeah i understand that was the when they touch feet yes when they ran and they their his feet and they turn. them i really like that i bit. thought it's really yeah. really
1: cool yeah um, yeah, I agree with that. That's probably the standout bit. Uh, so then, when it all starts going wrong, as I said, Barry 2 starts running back in time to try and change the outcome. We then surprisingly realise that the Dark Flash is an alternate version of. Uh, unsurprisingly, sorry, that's uh, me being sarcastic because it's really <laughs> obvious. Uh, and running back in time to try and save his mum. Mainline Barry knows that he has to let his mum die to correct the course of the universe. Um, now, this was the best scene for me. Yeah. um when he goes to the store and is a stranger yeah um obviously he's grown up so the, the mum wouldn't know him because it's 10 year old barry in her timeline that was brilliant
0: it was yeah it was really good uh, but I've, i got the sense that she, when she took his glasses off and she looked in his eyes i got the sense that she knew he was like she knew him yeah you ever, like you know your kid's eyes yeah it's like that but the emotion was just it was it was hitting hard you
1: could be onto something there because in the flashpoint story he does go and speak to his mum and tell her what happens before he lets her go ah. uh, in this he sort of shrouded it in a bit more mystery but yeah. then like you say she does whether she, whether it's just a look as if to say i know you but i can't think of where I, yeah or it's a case of she knows but just doesn't say anything i don't know but really really good touch when he freezes time and and looks and her and Takes He has to take the tomatoes back. Um, just brilliant. That was absolutely light. Couldn't have been done better, that scene for me. Yeah. I uh, thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, now, we're at the end of the movie, but we've got one last surprise.
0: Ooh. Yeah.
1: It's George Clooney. It's George Clooney. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the movie uh, it ends, and he, he takes the tin of tomatoes. Let's wrap that bit up. He takes the tin of tomatoes, but he puts it back with, but a way that means the dad will look up and get, the tin of tomatoes from the top shelf in which the camera then gets him and exonerates him from the murder yeah
0: at the beginning of the film i thought just do that in the first place (laughs) that's what i thought just if you want to save your dad just do that put it all up on the top shelf
1: uh yeah agreed probably should have done that (laughs) but then when you think all's fine and dandy he's back in what he thinks is his timeline it's not because bruce wayne pulls up and it's george clooney what
0: the fuck uh i am not a fan one iota and neither is george clooney so i don't know why he's there yeah and it's george clooney but just george clooney yeah like he's made no effort it was, like, can that's shave true your, that's... can you shave your beard? going no i'm not shaving my beard can you die here no i'm not doing why that did i think of that it's just george he might as well have an espresso <laughs> cup in his hand and just turn up to the film there i didn't actually think of that he looks nothing like bruce wayne no it's just george
1: that might as well have been like you say, an espresso advert. Him coming out and going, "Um, hey, check out this new espresso." No, 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 George, You're yeah. your flash movie, remember? Oh, oh yeah. shit, yeah, shit, yeah, uh, yeah. Didn't even make an effort. Have a shave, mate. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. I'll just CGI it. Fair enough. I mean, do you have any worry? I don't personally. This was just a bit of fun that didn't really land. He's
0: not the new Batman, is he? Nah, he, he can't be asked. No. he's doing too much espresso. <laughs> I remember. I remember this being filmed because I think I walked past because was St Paul's. It was filmed
1: funny you should mention that Ooh. it wasn't George Clooney but there it's just come out yesterday uh, about there there was three endings oh really all centred around St Paul's the court case yeah um, and the first one was gonna be um, I think you had the, the Toby Aldrich which was the big boss at Warner Brothers originally he wanted just Ezra Miller and Michael Keaton which we saw Michael Keaton being filmed there and all yeah. stuff like that Um, Then Walter Hamada, who was the DC president after that, wanted Henry Cavill back. Do you remember that he filmed? Oh, yeah. Um, Wanted Wonder Woman, I think it was, Sasha Cow and Michael Keaton, and then they was going to lead into a new, with all the Justice League, Snyder first back. Yeah. In comes James Gunn. Scraps all that. I'm doing a new DCU, um, which we won't get into. We've we've talked that to death. So he was the one that scrapped Henry Cavill's cameo. Ah. That's been confirmed and chose to just do a last-minute George, George Clooney.
0: That's why it's just George.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I think I read it was like a month ago, or some really, really recent, they just filmed this and threw it in.
0: Like At St. Paul's?
1: I don't even think that bit where George Clooney's walking is at St. Paul's. That's not filmed. All, they uh, filmed it, you're right, two versions with Henry Cavill and stuff like that. Yeah, But... This, I, I think they just filmed George Clooney walking up and then slapped that at the end of the movie. Yeah, because
0: I remember this being filmed, because I remember seeing the cars. Yeah. I remember seeing the Gotham... You sent it to me.
1: Yeah, yeah you sent it to and me. That was a Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah sorry, was it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: remember seeing... Uh, I don't know if it was, no, it wasn't Gotham, but I remember seeing the cars. Yeah. And it was like, this, what is this? 100%. And they asked someone, and they said, oh, okay. um, because we even
1: saw the behind the scenes with um, Michael Keaton his grey hair walking up the steps yeah. and stuff. Um, But yeah, such a shame. Uh, we didn't get a bit of Henry Cavill there, but... Yeah. We still have faith in James Gunn. Yeah, we do. We still have faith. Yeah. It's a mess at the minute, DC, still, and he's got a long way to go, but still have faith. But this movie as a whole, then, Con, final thoughts and a score out of 10, please.
0: Uh, good fun film. Mm-hmm. The CGI massively let it down. Ezra Miller was fantastic. Yeah. Um. Sasha Kahn was great. Sasha Kahn was brilliant. Yeah. Michael Keaton stole the show when he came come into it. Yeah. Really good. The saying the best comic book movie ever made is ridiculous i don't know what
1: they're watching doesn't even crack my top 15 alone. Uh, i
0: think i'm going to give it and it might be a bit harsh it might be bang on the money but i think i'm going to give it a seven out of ten Do
1: you know what It's exactly what my rating is really? yeah bang on the money. Uh, i call it a good movie it doesn't reach the terms of a great movie yeah um as connor said the cgi is a massive factor um i do feel sorry for andy Musketti though Because I do think he's a really good director. Mm. And what people have to remember is... This film has been around for a long, long time. Yeah. He's had to salvage this mess. So the fact he's made it a good movie... I think fair play. Yeah, I do. Um, The CGI might not be his sign-off. I know he's director. But if he hasn't got more money to go towards the film budget... Then I mean maybe he should have had I don't know, maybe he should have juggled it a bit better. I don't know the ins and outs. But I'm sure there's some blame there as to why the the bad points in this. But the fact he made a good movie out of this hot mess, yeah. fair play. Yeah, yeah, that's off. So um yeah, I am excited to see his Batman Brave and the Bold. I am cautious because of the aspects we spoke about earlier. Yeah. But but yeah, I, I'm gonna give I think at the weekly cut give this a seven out of ten. We recommend it. Yeah. Um but try and get past that awful CGI. Yeah, if you can get past that yeah. you have a good time with it. And go in knowing it's not the best comic book movie ever.
0: I don't know who said that. James Gunn did. <laughs> that's it.
1: ridiculous. Well, he said one of the best comic book movies ever. Yeah. Uh, David Zaslav said it was, you had people like Tom Cruise and Stephen King coming out and saying it as well. Um, but anyway, there's not much more we can say on it. Seven out of ten, that's it. Yeah. Uh, right, it's time for what is on our screens. Tell me!
0: What you got, big man? I have absolutely seshed Black Mirror.
1: Oh! Annoyingly, before you get into it, I watched the first one. Joan is, Joan is awful. Yeah, yeah, and I was watching ten minutes of it, and I was like, "Shit, this is too good. I'm gonna have to wait for Jade."
0: Yeah, see, I watched the first one with Holly um, and half of the second one, and then I thought she's because they're wearing Jade's in yeah. there, and I thought, Joe I gotta watch it." I was, I was doing nothing. I thought, "Oh, I've got to it. it's really good." Yep. Oh, um, n- another Bart coming. Yeah, I was really excited for this, but there are some episodes like the um, lock. That's not the Josh Hartnett and um, Aaron Paul one, is it? No, no, that's um, Beyond the Sea. That's, that's a good, good episode. Okay, yeah, um, I think it's like Lock. I don't know what it's called, but it's a Scottish murder one. Yeah, it was a bit boring. Um, good twist though. Yeah, the last one, Demon Seventy Nine, is brilliant. Really, I really really like that one. But they, they're good. They are good. Yeah, but not didn't hit the height. It's not my favorite series. Okay, not my Fair favorite enough. season. I think season three or four is probably my favorite. I definitely, definitely. Fair play. It. I
1: can't, I really am. Because that was, what a good twist, that Joan is Awful one. I was. Yeah. I stopped watching when she starts watching the Netflix show and it's about her life and they realise, hang on, that's her work and stuff like that. And I was like, shit, this is too good. Yeah. And I text Jade saying, do you want to watch Black Mirror? And she went, yeah. I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah.
0: See, Demon 79, for me, it goes Demon 79, Joan is Awful, Beyond the Sea, and then the others just sort of meshed into yeah, one. Fair yeah. play. Uh, anything else on your list? Uh, no that's it fair
1: play we, yeah. we spoke about Extraction you obviously yeah. watched that um, I've only got two whilst we was out in Vegas on our rest day because yeah. we were absolutely hung over uh, I watched Transformers Rise of the Beasts oh yeah you did do uh, you know what good movie yeah. Um, yeah Good. one of the better Transformer movies that's not that hard it's not high of a bar really but mm. really good action um, Bumblebee was great the Maximals the the Decepticons etc and the Terracons I thought it was really really good CGI for most of it was really good as well Um Anthony Ramos do you know what he's the sort of the main young Latino actor in it? He a bit more like Shia Oh, okay? Where he's actually an endearing human character, yeah, and not an annoying one, which Mark Wahlberg
0: was, yeah. Oh. In the late,
1: so yeah, fair play. Um, the I won't mention it too much, but at the end of the movie, the big twist is so spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Um, but the uh, spoiler is that it meshes and crossovers with G.R. Joe at the end. Ah. Uh, so they've apparently that was sorted out three weeks ago that's not a joke no, really? apparently they decided three weeks ago to um, you know Michael Kelly who recently commented on our Twitter oh yeah yeah. He he's the representative of G.I. Joe that recruits Andy Ramos character and it's going to be a big crossover I assume with G.I. Joe and Transformers in the future oh fair enough uh, and lastly uh, Arnold the Netflix documentary of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. Sensational, I recommend. It's only three parts. Yeah. First one's about his life as an athlete. I found that so interesting. Yeah. Um, the second one is about him as an actor. You forget how big he was. Mm. Really was. With, like, people like James Cameron and Sylvester Sloan doing, uh, talking for it on the show, on the, the documentary, and, like, just some of the things. You know that i be back, you probably know about the the iconic way that was done, but um, the RB will back uh, line... James Cameron had his um, I will come back or I will or something like that and then uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger said that's not really Terminator-ish yeah. so I'm going to say I'll be back and then James Cameron went uh, who's the writer? and then <laughs> uh, he goes you are and he goes well shut the fuck up then and, like <laughs> that's what James Cameron conferred he goes well shut the fuck up then and let me do my job and then he says it anyway and then said it out loud and James Cameron went fuck that is better okay. <laughs> and then I'll be back Was one of the most iconic lines in film history yeah. so yeah really good some really good behind the scene moments um, and then the third episode is him as the governor of California oh, yeah. so it's really really interesting uh, and that's me for screens we're now entering the final show for Box of Scraps
0: Box of Scraps
1: I've got a few I've got one
0: shoot uh, one scrap from, from Last
1: the of Us yeah. oh nice that was one of his scraps take really? it my man yeah. yeah so
0: Last of Us obviously just finished our screens it's getting to Halloween Horror Nights house. It is. This year, and I've gutted to the not go. <laughs> the one time. I know. Right,
1: as you, yeah, we've said this before, Connor goes Florida every four minutes. So <laughs> the fact that you're not out there the one time The Last of Us is. Uh, but that's a shame. I'm going to November, but it won't be there, will it? No, you'll miss it. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Unlucky.
0: So we both miss it. <laughs> uh,
1: bit of a shame. Um, I've got, all jokes aside, that's really good for the franchise of Last of Us. That yeah. shows you how big it is. Stranger Things followed that suit as well. So really good for Last of Us. Um, my a couple... Warner Brothers has begged Christopher Nolan to come back from Universal, reportedly paid him a seven-figure bonus for Tenor as a sign of good faith. Oh. Massive. Yeah. Um, now, the, you've obviously seen the last one. And then Linda Hamilton, who is Sarah Connor oh, in yeah. Terminator, has joined the cast of Strange Things 5. Cool, okay. Not bad. That come out into Dumb yesterday. So, had uh, some, some pretty good stuff in there, but the event wasn't that great. Yeah. She's um, a really fit lady, isn't she? She is extremely Man, she fit. Keeps in, in shape. He, men- he mentions that, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he showed up to the set of Terminator 2 Judgment Day, and they had a, James Cameron done a dinner the day before shooting, because they wanted to just everyone get relaxed before they go into a thingy. Yeah. And then when she come, because she's jacked in that, isn't she? Yeah. And when he said, sh- he said she walked to the door, took off her coat, and he went, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and it was really and it was really funny <laughs> by the way he said it uh, uh, yeah so that's the show yeah uh, so I hope you enjoyed yeah. it the, the Flash breakdown we're going to be throwing this out should we throw this out today
0: I'll put out today because
1: yeah. I feel like the Flash is trending at the minute and so we might as well just get people's thoughts on it let them interact with our podcast yeah we usually release on a Monday but it's coming out on Sunday um, next week we've got Secret Invasion really excited for that yeah. we're going to be talking the premiere um, Craven the Hunter Aaron Taylor Johnson trailer will drop for us uh, so excited for that um, and we've got a whole host of news to bring you as well uh for now i would just like to say thank you for listening and thanks for having us in your ears